Smart Talk is supported by Capital Blue Cross, providing health care coverage accepted by doctors and specialists in all 50 states. More information is available at capbluecross.com. Capital Blue Cross, live fearless. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC, offering surgical care for the brain, spine, and peripheral nerves. More information can be found at upmc.com slash centralpaneuro. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF. I'm Scott Lamar. You may be one of those people who think of the Amish as a simple, peculiar people who choose to live without modern technology and abide by a lifestyle of the 19th century. A new book, What the Amish Can Teach Us, in so many words, advises don't under- underestimate the Amish and possibly learn from them. Joining us is the author of the book, Donald, Dr. Donald Craybill, author of the, the What the Amish Can Teach Us and Senior Fellow Emeritus at the Young Center at Elizabethtown College. Dr. Craybill, welcome back to the program. Now, in this book, you've written a series of essays, but generally, what can we English, as the Amish cause, learn from the Amish? Well, um... This book has 22 short essays, about a thousand words each. And um, uh, so there are 22 things we can learn from the Amish. <laughs> well, short. well uh, uh, go ahead. I, I, I have selected um, things, lessons that I have learned from the Amish, things that they have taught me. And I've organized those into these 22 short essays. And so, for example, the concept of smallness, keeping things small. Everything in Amish life is relatively small. Their church uh, districts and congregations are small. Um, Their uh, farms are small. Their businesses are relatively small. Uh, They uh, did not join the bureaucratic march in the early part of the 20th century uh, toward largeness and bigness and bureaucracy. So that's one example where I have found their insistence on keeping things small and on a face-to-face human scale um, very provocative and helpful to me as I think about how I live and how do I keep things small in my life. I have to say that uh, after reading the book, there's much to admire about the Amish, especially how it all makes sense when you explain it. Negotiation is a big part of Amish life. In what way? Well, uh, for example, with technology, um, their sense of technology is that uh, we uh, look at new things that come out, new things that are available, and then try to decide uh, which things might harm our community, which would help the community. And uh, they say no to some things like television. They say yes to other things um, such as LED lights on carriages. Um, and then they bargain back and forth and with others and negotiate uh, things like the use of tractors. Um, in Lancaster County, uh, they can have a tractor at the barn but not out in the field. Or the use of um, uh, automotive transportation, cars, um, negotiate that. You can ride one in one, you can hire one. I I often say they kind of out Ubered Uber because they were doing this already in the 1920s. Um, In that sense, they're negotiating, saying yes and no to certain things and other ones uh, trying to find a happy medium, a kind of compromise, if you please, 
uh, with a car where they're uh, rejecting ownership and having a license, but uh, saying it's okay um, to hire uh, drivers to take you in long distance or for business purposes. Patience was one of the chapters I found uh, most interesting. Tell us about the Amish patients. Well, there's uh, really a theme of patience uh, that uh, is woven through Amish life. Um, horse and buggy travel, for example. One Amishman said to me, uh, the, the horse is our pacer, it slows us down. Um, they emphasize patience in terms of not speaking so much, waiting, accepting silence. Uh, in terms of uh, prayer, um, if someone is sick or ill or has a tragedy of some sort in their family or their community, they don't say, we'll be praying for you. Rather, they would say, we wish you patience, that um, you can remain calm and can uh, accept uh, this thing that is coming into your life. So the theme of patience is really um, a central one. And frankly, for me, um, it's, it's a good one to ponder and think about and realize there are places in my life where I can be more patient. So, I want to be not um, recruiting here for the Amish. I'm not suggesting that we can cut and paste things from uh, their practice directly into our life. But I do think these lessons these 22 lessons that I have found helpful can prompt the rest of us to reflect more on our life and how we live and ways in which we can be uh, more patient, for example, or can negotiate technology and say no to some and yes to others and negotiate with other parts of it. You know, and I would agree with you. It's something you just touched on. It sounds so interesting. When you say that the Amish don't pray for you, explain that a little bit more because they basically what the, what they're, they're, the way they look at it is God's will will be there. So you're, you praying for it is not really going to change it. So they're praying for the person to have patience or to not suffer or just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, uh, I remember um, speaking with an Amish woman who had a close uh, friend of hers who uh, lost a child at the nickel mine shooting. And I said, well, what, how do you talk about what do you say to Katie about this? What do you tell her you're praying for? And she said, I would never say that I'm praying for you. I'm not trying to change God's, um, God's plan, uh, but I'm wishing you patience. I'm praying that you would have patience. And I think you're, 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 the sense of God's will and God's will being done is also an important theme coming from uh, the Lord's Prayer and the Gospel of, of Matthew. That is a theme that um, uh, sort of infuses um, itself throughout uh, Amish life. And you're exactly right, Scott, in picking up on that. It's not that we're trying to change God's plan for you for today, but we're praying that you would have patience and accept this tragedy and deal with this uh, in a quiet way and not not be fighting against it, not be trying to second guess why it happened or that sort of thing, but a, a, a sense of acceptance. Uh, let it be and don't push back on it, so to speak.
Mm. Dr. Donald Craybill is author of the new book, What the Amish Can Teach Us, and I think there are some lessons there. Uh, Don Craybill, it's always good talking with you. Thank you very much for being with us today. You're listening to Smart Talk. I'm Scott Lamar. 